Hello and welcome to Head Above the Clouds podcast. And for what seems like forever ago, we are pleased to say we are back following the launch of our pilot series with even more conversations around mental health, well-being, guest experiences and endeavours, and boy does it feel good. For those of you who are new to our podcast, a big hello from the HATC team. Here at HATC, we continue to create spaces where people can find a moment's escapism or even a bit of respite. So take a moment, settle in, and welcome to the community and world that is ahead of the clouds. Say hello to the old pop phenomenon, Josie Mann, the incredibly talented musician making waves for her powerful and candid lyrical content. Josie joins me to chat about her most recent EP and mental health. It's a topic of confidence throughout with Josie letting me in on what brings her joy, how she's found her feet in an ever competitive environment and what makes her happy. So whether you're taking a moment or on the move, come with us and welcome to the community that's head above the clouds. place to begin is always asking we like to ask our guests how they've been obviously we've you know we're way out of the well partially out of the pandemic now but everyone seems to be back to a, a form of normal I guess a normal routine um and you seem to be back to sort of some form of normality because you're you're doing continuing the rest of yeah. uh, music video later yeah it, it's definitely um affected me in diff- in many different ways from like um like I started, I basically signed and then we went into a pandemic. So I had an experience of like, oh, how does it work online? How do I yeah. be an artist online? So that was difficult. And then also trying to deal with um, that as well and being like, oh my God, like, is this going to work now? Because it, is it too late? Is there like, is it going to work? And then coming out of it, obviously you're like a bit socially awkward and you feel a bit like weird. So it affects the way yeah. that you create things as well. Um, so I found that quite difficult it's such a big change I mean something you've always kind of dreamed aspired to yeah and you you finally get there everything looks great and then you hit a pandemic and I say everything everything changes Um, how did you find moving everything online and and trying to kind of navigate the first steps through that when you would have probably been doing so much in like in person I know yeah I think it definitely you feel pressure to like do something every day like put yourself online every day and that's not something that as a human you want to do you sometimes you don't want to go in front of a camera and especially when like you feel a bit low that's the last thing that you want to do so everything was online even like um video things online and sometimes like like i just said you don't want to do that so i found that quite difficult um and then trying to like stay relevant when you've just started because everything's gone to online um you just you find yourself putting a lot of pressure on yourself um so that was really quite difficult and then seeing like other people doing things it's like oh should I be doing that as well and then you're not and then you're just like oh god what do I do (laughs) there's no guide no one's done it before no one knew what to do 100% it's also interesting because I think at the moment we have such a heavy focus on on social media I mean Mm. Um, personally, I think it's quite exhausting. But I think you saw a lot of, um, you've seen a lot of artists over the couple last couple of years have to have such like a, um, 
an online presence, yeah. especially on things like TikTok, and there's oh, so much yeah. pressure to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, did you kind of feel that straight away? I mean, how old are you? I'm 24 now. I was, I yeah. was 21. It's so weird. I can't really work out how that happened. I think because I just, <laughs> I was 21, and then I turned 22 in March, and that's when the pandemic started. So it like felt like it's been like three years, but I don't can't work out how yeah. that happened. I can't work that out. But um. Yeah, and I think those ages as well, there you go from like a young adult, like a teenager to a young adult, and then you're an adult and you're like, oh my God, like there's a lot of, a lot of learning to do in a short amount of time. So I found that everything was happening at at the same time. And I was like, I don't know how to deal with that. It's really quite hard. Yeah. And it's, and as you say, like us I don't know you're you're not you're a couple years off me so I'm 27 Mm. so I feel like we're kind of that generation where we move we had social media start up when we were kind of teenagers yeah um and we kind of progressed into it but I feel like obviously the the generation below us um you know we're millennials I guess Mm -hmm. you call them Gen Z yeah um they've been on it most of their lives some of them it's been there most of their lives um how do you find it balancing the reality of what you mm. want to do and being on these like platforms which aren't let's be honest they're not kind of a full no. reality yeah and I I still haven't really figured it out um because it's just so difficult like it's changing every day and also it's like there's like a brief to be like I'll oh, do this but it's you can't just go on TikTok and, and be viral and there's a there's like a pressure of that's what happens on TikTok but that's not what happens so that's it's really difficult to like you're putting your whole life into a video that might not even get anywhere and it's so like if when you keep doing it over and over again it's just like I'm trying to prove myself to people online that don't even know me and that's yeah. not what for me that's not what music was about it wasn't about like forcing people to do it like to listen to my music and I when I signed I didn't think it was going to be like that I thought when you're not in the music industry you just think it's just like this gradual thing and then but it's there's so much more behind it and it's really really difficult um and then you've got other people around you that are doing it as well which like get better things or get worse and it's just like it really messes with your head (laughs) yeah it's full on I mean I can't I do you know I can't even imagine to have a brief I mean, with what we do, we obviously have to do social media. Yeah, yeah. And for years, I worked in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had to sit there and have a brief given to me being like, maybe it's because I make the briefs, but <laughs> but where it's <laughs> where it's like, you must go, vi- like a bullet point is you must go viral on TikTok. Because yeah. we've heard other artists talk about this and put their foot down and say, you know, I'm not. It's so I'm hard. a bloody musician. Yeah, and I'm not a personality. Like, and it's like, I mean, I do get it because it's such a good, it's like such a good platform and it's, I don't think it, there's like good and bad about it, but when it's like show your, you need to show your personality more, you need to, and it's like, there's only so much I can show on a screen before it's not me anymore. So then that's yeah. when it's like, like, how do you find the balance? And it's not like I don't like it. I do love, I do actually like making videos and stuff like that. But when it's, you feel like you have to do it, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like less organic mm. in a sense to yeah. to you and and who you are and what what you're wanting to create. No, hundred percent. I mean, if you had the choice, would you? Yeah, what would you be your kind of way with it? Would you spend less time on it? Do you um, think? I would. 
I think it's just more like when I feel like I want to do it. Yeah. Rather than something's coming up, okay, you need to do you need to do this and it needs to like the outcome needs to be that you get this amount of something for it to be like good. When in reality, yeah. reality you're just trying your best and if it doesn't go well, it's like something that's online, it's not real and that's where it's like social media's bad for that. No. No, 100%. And I agree with what you're saying. I think in terms, I don't know, I think it can make your mind explode personally. Oh, God, I, yeah. You know, many days in the week where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to turn this off. Yeah. And I do wonder what life would be like without it. Like, I've had a few moments where I've kind of come off of it mm-hmm. or or done it in a way that I still can access it online if I need to yeah. for work or whatever. But I've never, like, fully deleted the app. Like, fully done that because I, I, I feel like you need it in a way yeah which is horrible 100% and I do wonder what you know we've been kind of glued into this since we were what maybe 14 yeah I don't know how old I was when Facebook when I went on Facebook oh my god I was obsessed 12, 14. Facebook. I yeah. was so obsessed with it when I was younger so like being able to talk to your friends like when you get home from school that I think that's where it started like, it's just like oh 100% it's so because you can like say more things I think on over like the compete like online than in real life so you're like you feel a bit more confident to be like oh by the way like whatever so that I think that's where people got obsessed because you could like do things without it being like in your face yeah exactly and I think also like with what you're saying it's like it's interesting because I think even before we had Facebook we had like things like Ebo and then before that and then MSN and Yeah, I don't even know how old we would have been with MSN when yeah. that started. And Skype. Like t- 10 maybe even. Yeah, like really, really, really young. Yeah. So it's interesting because I literally thought a minute ago, well, we were only our teens when it kind of yeah. started. But I would have been about eight or nine with it's MSN, crazy. I'm guessing. Yeah. And even before then, my it's funny, my dad actually made me an email account when I was younger. <laughs> so me and my friends could email back and yeah. forth when we got home. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's crazy how how long it's been in our lives. And actually, you've done quite a few um, amazing topics, really, you've brought up uh, or touched upon in sense of kind of conversation, important conversations mm. that needed yeah. around social media. You've spoken out about um, not only us needing more compassion and about mm. how we treat each other online, yeah. but you've spoken out about, um, you know, st- bullying, mm. stalking. Yeah. Um, you've had incredible conversations about it, it, especially in your music. How has that been something that's come up for you or been important for you to, to you know, relay, whether it's in your music or yeah. online? I think whenever I go to a session or anyone that I speak to, that always comes up. So it's definitely a universal feeling. And I think that's what I love is that when you can feel at one with someone and know that when you feel like bad or sad about something that someone else is literally feeling the same it might be slightly different but we all Mm. we all know what that feels like and I think that's what um connects you with people is that like just not feeling alone because feeling alone is literally the worst feeling ever when you feel like and it it does not because it it makes you happy that someone else feels that way but it makes you feel happy that someone else knows what you feel like and everyone like I don't think there's anyone in the world that has never felt like that or like kind of like that so it just naturally comes up when I'm writing, I think. Have you found it your own experiences? I guess we, we, once again, our generation 
we've lived in a world where people can hide behind mm. aliases and and profile pictures yeah. or or a non and oh my god I can't even say it right now anonymous <laughs> being an, being anonymous <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> sorry I was here trying to say it in my head was anonymously yeah anonymity yeah anyway um you know and we've seen so much over the years especially with trolling and, and the effects yeah and even the outcomes it has I don't even know if these people doing it I'm sure some of them are very you know fully aware of what they're yeah. doing but I do wonder whether some of the people who do this to the, some of the extent they do one you know if they've actually thought through the outcomes yeah no that I come think with it I think some people are aware and some people were just so like both whether you're aware or not it's a reflection of yourself so you can be aware that you're doing it because you hate yourself or you hate something and you want to take it out on someone or you you're doing it because it's just like it's just it's always going to be a reflection of yourself and that's why I always think like when people were mean like growing up I was really I mean I'm still sensitive now but I was really 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 sensitive and looking back now I'm like it was nothing to do with me it was just I was an easy like thing to take it out on so now I'm just like if someone's rude or like laughing at me or whatever it's literally a reflection of yourself because you wouldn't you wouldn't feel the need to do that if you didn't think that about yourself so that's what I try and remind myself and other people like it's nothing to do with you like it's it's not it's because that and it's you have to have compassion for that person that they they really are having a hard time to actually like do that like I can I can never imagine sitting there and like having making an account and then being horrible to someone but that's it that's yes that's an issue for them and that's really sad like genuinely really sad that that's where you can your mind can take you to do that to someone it's yeah it's interesting isn't it I think you know when you you speak about kind of having compassion for people and and even people you don't know um but I like I like that you the way you found that's that it's not a self-reflection and um have you found I guess you're obviously online with your music you, I, I don't know whether you think of it this way but you're quite exposed I guess because you're on it for not just personal reasons where you have more control you're on it for work and you have to promote things through it because it is such a great tool have you found have you I don't know has it been a struggle being more exposed or have you not thought about it in, um... in that sense yeah, I think I I just have an issue with like feeling like I have to force people to listen to my stuff. But I think that's more of my own like thing where it's like I just don't want to put it in people's faces or maybe I feel a bit embarrassed as well. And so that's something that I try and I am even now trying to overcome. Like with my EP, it's like I'm so proud of it, but then I don't want to shove it in people's faces. But then I'm like that's what <laughs> that's what it is. So I think and also, I don't want it to be like, me, 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 me. But when you pr- have to promote your stuff, you do have to be a bit like that. So I'm trying to um, just ignore that when I tell myself that. I just be like, I've worked really hard on this, so I want everyone to hear it. But it is really um, hard. Yeah, I, I can't, do you know, I can't even imagine it in, in terms of the exposure, as you say. Um but speaking of your kind of growing up earlier in and growing up, whether it be social media mm-hmm. or or whatever it is, how what was your childhood like um, growing up? I had a very like 
I'm like a very much like a homebody. So like I loved being at home and I didn't really like I got really badly homesick. And at the time I was just like, I would just get homesick. But then growing up, like I'd say over the last like two years, I realised that it actually affects me where like I don't want to do anything unless I know my family is safe and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I was I grew up where like it was my fa- I had like a couple of friends I've always had like the same group of friends it was like my friends and my family so I was like in a comfort zone my whole life um which isn't a bad thing but growing up it makes it harder for you to be independent but I had like my family were literally like my whole childhood like we had holidays and stuff like that it was always like oh I'm going out with my family I was, I was never like during school I was never the person that was like going to like raves and stuff (laughs) I mean I went to like house parties and stuff but it was like I was very much like a home like little thing (laughs) like I never wanted to leave home it's nice that you have that relationship with them and it was so close and and as you said you you don't live far away half an hour I know yeah it's kind of perfect yeah because I really wanted to like be able to do things on my own and not worry that my like literally if I sleep at my boy used to sleep at my boyfriend's house I used to literally text him like night like make sure they're all safe and it became like a bit of a it became more like a paranoid thing yeah and they're they're absolutely fine like I don't need to worry about them all the time so yeah I just love them a lot I think I just grew up like being in my life (laughs) and they still are they definitely still are but I just need to be a bit more of an adult I think you're being a bit harsh on yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with with wanting to check people okay. Yeah, I have I have very similar things. I mean, when I so I've got bipolar, mm. and when my bipolar goes off and one, one of the things that I become obsessed about is is like checking in on people, like calling my mum like three times a day, them, checking in, yeah, yeah, checking in on like my cousin three times removed yeah. and this person but like the whole family like I will go over every single person and yeah. she's like oh dear this isn't good it gets, a lot, it gets quite um intense because you feel it emotions can. that you don't need to be feeling in that moment I don't I cause so much panic to myself I'll be like oh my god like they're not answering the phone something's ha- nothing's happened so I'm causing like this like fear response in my body and that's I think that's what the issue was is that I'm worrying yeah. too much about people that I love in a way where it's affecting me I can I need to find the balance of like they're fine and I'm definitely getting there good I'm glad you're getting there but I think I do think it's so hard to to find that balance and I yeah. think being you kind of found a good I think a good middle ground being mm. close enough to home that you can if yeah. you need to but being further enough far enough away from home that you've got that independence yes yeah. Definitely. I don't know if that's slightly less, no, that's you know, yeah. panic-inducing, yeah. but, but it sounds, it sounds, you found like a good footing with yeah. it. I just had, which is, I just literally just love them so much that I'm just like, no, nothing bad can happen to you. Oh. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> You're a home girl. Yeah, I really am. I am. But that's okay. I think that's yeah. a good thing. I, yeah. I, you know, personally, I'm we're a bit like that with my family. Yeah, all a little bit. <laughs> we're all very close. Yeah. Um. So you released your new single, "No One Cares," mm-hmm. recently. Um. And j- just before that, you embarked on kind of your first. Was it your first EP release? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is huge. I mean, that's that's like this very. I guess that's the start of. It's the beginning of the journey. Yeah. Getting that out there and seeing the response from. 
from fans mm-hmm. how is how is the single and the ep but felt in terms of i don't know a triumph i guess in yeah. in what it in getting it out there and what it means to you yeah i mean it was it feels like a growth from my the music that i put out when i first signed and also it was really important to me as well because i like it sounds silly but i was able to like pick the songs that i wanted on the ep and the ep that's coming out and it's not that before i had no choice i had no like saying it but i really felt like i'd found a place where i can be like this is what i want to do whereas when you first start doing something it's really hard to speak up because you feel like you can't you don't have like you're not in a position to speak up but i've learned that it's my music and it's what i am releasing so i'm able to like pick what i want to do so that's why it was really important to me as well because it was like a growth for me yeah, yeah. i no i think it's it's in, i love what you mean about like kind of the growth of it and when mm. you first started were you quite i don't know not not delicate but but I think it's quite no. I would imagine yeah. it's quite nerve wracking no, when you really first delicate. get signed. That's actually like the perfect word. I was just very like, it, everything was so new. I didn't even, um, I never even thought about signing a deal. Really, it just happened, and then I just like went with the flow of it. And then I was just like, okay, like, just saying yes to everything basically, um, because it's really hard to say no. It's like the hardest thing um especially when you've just started so I was just saying yes to everything even if it didn't feel right to me and that causes like a big issue with like you literally get like imposter syndrome you're literally like I've released things that they don't portray who I am um, yeah so that's why the EP is the new one is so important because I like they're all the songs that I, I feel like portray me and the the period that what the EP is called me at 23 I feel like that sums it up so it feels real to me is it one of those things as well where you know you blink and maybe like you know you signed and it kind of happens it all just kind of you're you know when you're kind of in the moment but you're not necessarily hyper aware it's kind of all rushing by and then all of a sudden you you get to the other side of it and you're like oh shit yeah you don't re- you don't like yeah and you don't like take into consideration like the cons of things because it's like it's all really really positive and like yeah you're in you're in like a flow of like is this gonna be so good so so good and then when one bad thing happens you're like oh my god like am i being like mistreated you know like you see stories about like record labels you're like oh my god has that happened to me but it's not it's just you just didn't know about that because everything was so positive. I think it's good that you have like that that sense of awareness though about what you want, what you deserve and and how you want to be treated and included. Like this is your music and we've all had things, you know, about labels being full on or, or having certain controls and stuff like that. Um, but I love the, the new kind of EP single, the fact, especially... Um, how it's looking at your kind of age now and in like a positive way of where you've got to with it um and you know I know a lot of the track speaks in a way about your kind of mental health going through what you went through the past couple of years but getting to a place where I'm hoping you feel a bit more grounded and a bit more prepared to manage it yeah because I know how things work a bit more as well so I know how to deal with them Whereas before it was like the first time dealing with something and not understanding something and you're just like, what's happening? But now at least I know and then I can figure out how to like calm myself down or like be okay with it. 
because um, there are things in the industry that are just the industry that you have to like not like accept but just be like okay I can deal with that I can like yeah but not to a point where you're like being taken advantage of and you're like doing things that you don't want to do um it's just like accepting that this is how you have to promote your things you have to do things like that because that's part of the job knowing that it's a job I think because for a while I was like music although it's my job it's also my like who I am is my job so Mm. that's really confusing I'm just like okay how do I separate the two how do how does my life not become my job because then that's not living I think that's really understandable though Mm. I think that's like anything you kind of it's like mate it's when you have like a job that's also your hobby and and you're trying to figure out how you keep it in like a healthy uh, you know keep it in a healthy kind of remittance and and still enjoy it but have those I don't know almost separating the the hobby well it's still a hobby but it's also it's like navigating something you love as your job which is your whole life yeah it's really difficult and especially when money's involved because because then it's like okay well I have to pay for things as well so how do I not stress about that and create and do all these things like it all it's just very confusing <laughs> it gets confused. but I, I just like sometimes I'm just like I'll let it be whatever's gonna happen it'll happen everything's fine it always is and I used to panic so much and it got to a point where I was like it always resolves in the end so I'm I'm I really can't panic anymore because I cause panic all the time for no reason because in the end something always it always somehow figures itself out so that's what I'm trying to learn at the minute like just let it be I was meant to be let it be, be. <laughs> but it's it takes time doesn't oh, it, it? Does, I'm, yeah. I'm the same like I can go from zero to a hundred oh, yeah, on a same. panic scale within yeah. a second yeah and then afterwards a lot of the things whatever it is I'm like oh well, that probably wasn't necessary. Yeah. I probably could have got to maybe 10 on the, the yeah. on the scale. <laughs> yeah. um, and I definitely went overboard on that one. But mm-hmm. I think that's that's normal. And I, I do think practice makes perfect. It does. You know? Well, maybe not perfect. I don't know. I believe in perfect. But yeah. it, it gets you to a place where you kind of, you've done this before, you mm-hmm. know you can do it. Yeah. And there's, there's a bit of a comfort in that as well. Knowing that it's not your first time, you've done it before. And it's just like, okay right now it is quite difficult but I know that it's fine although it's How really the... hard to think like that when you're in the moment oh no <laughs> it's always 100 percent <laughs> yeah I, yeah 100 percent. even when you do kind of things that's supposed to make you be in the moment like meditation oh yeah I'm I'm not very good at at being in so in the well. moment and leaving it there no, you know I'm I'm my brain's at 100 miles per hour oh same yeah how has your songwriting process helped you I don't know I think everyone's you know everyone's songwriting process is really Mm -hmm. personal to what to what they need at the time especially but how has the your process not only been reflective of of how you're feeling but I don't know even help you be okay with it Mm. so it when I first started because I like I know I keep saying like before I signed but I literally like didn't see myself as a singer or or like someone that could write songs I just written songs in my room I didn't think that I was like a songwriter so when I first started I just was quite shy and would be like oh like what about this like but now I've got to a point where like I go to my sessions I know like in my diary what I've got so that week I'll like already have on my mind like what what's on my mind 
and then I'll go to a session and then we'll like I'll be like so like I'm thinking this today and then I like it when the producer or like someone there like starts playing the piano or guitar and then I'll just like sing along and then a word will pop out and then I'll write around that I think that's the way that it works I never go to a session with something because I always I don't know I prefer to do it in the moment see what happens that day um yeah but I used to find it really difficult to like say what I wanted to say and then I'd leave a session with a song that doesn't really mean that much to me and then the team will love it and then it gets put out and then I'm like oh god like this isn't like this isn't (laughs) what I want but now I've got to a point where I can really um go to a session and like write a whole song and like feel really proud of it um it just takes a lot of time and like it's really scary going to like meet new people and then singing in front of them and writing and telling them about your life but I slowly just become like oh this is just part of part of it and I just really enjoy I really enjoy writing again because for a while I didn't really like it because I just felt really shy and like especially coming out the pandemic I was so shy um and I was just like oh my god I don't know how this works but just keep practicing Oh, 100%. And it, it sounds like a bit of kind of imposter syndrome mixed oh, good, in yeah. with yeah. with yeah. with other emotions. Yeah. But it's, I, it, you know, I think it's completely understandable. You go from, you know, different kind of collaboration to collaboration mm-hmm. with different people all the yeah. time. And I'm not good with new people. Well, I don't think I am at least. And it's so nerve-wracking and, to, mm. as you say, to be so open and, and vulnerable with yeah. them. because you feel like um, you need them to validate what you're doing. And now I'm yeah. just like, this is this is for my music and I like it <laughs> but that that's the most important thing like yeah. this is you and um I know you've said to people before like you you want to enjoy what you enjoy mm-hmm. and this is you don't want to be so important you want to be transparent yeah you don't want to especially when you've got if you have a song coming out that you don't like and then you've got to promote it honestly it messes with your head you're literally <laughs> like I hate my life right now <laughs> um oh. it's really hard but I'm getting I'm definitely I've grown so much since like 2019 when it's crazy like even looking at photos I'm like I'm a different person and it I needed all those things to help me otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't know you can't grow from things if you don't experience them and like like almost go through it you need it and like whenever you are going through a hard time I always think to myself I'm definitely going to learn something from this and you do it's like it's just facts you do yeah you always come out the side I guess with some bit of I don't know sometimes a little piece of you didn't know you yeah you had yeah or a bit of personality or strength yeah, or whatever it might be yeah 100% and it's interesting because I know you've called your music um like under identity pop which yeah. is kind of but you know on the money really it's mm. bang on point because I feel you've created this world your musical kind of world mm-hmm. which is about you in the most kind of honest yeah transparent brute you know open way possible yeah, you know the only I, to, way I ever want my music to be because it means it doesn't something. seem like you're pretending no, that's, that's yeah. what I feel you it doesn't it feels very real and true yeah and I, I just couldn't I couldn't do that because it would honestly I couldn't live like I don't know it just doesn't sit right with me like doing things for the wrong like that because they don't mean anything to me that mm. it just doesn't sit right that's not what music was for me ever it was always because I needed to like get something out and it's because I, I don't know healing sorry music is so healing 
yeah and that's you can't like mess with that <laughs> you can't yeah. like because it's so special music is so special um so that's why i can never just like yeah it just doesn't sit right with me and i yeah it it really does like make you question who you are and then it also goes into like people pleasing and like what other people think of you it, when you do things like that it just spirals into all these negative like self-doubt about yourself um because you feel like you have to constantly like be like this is who i am actually oh wait no this is who i am oh wait and when if you're just you it's just that's yeah. it it's just way easier i don't know how people would keep up with it if, I if i'm totally honest yeah i mean, I some mean... people i think it that sits right with them yeah and for them that's that's where it's like okay that works for you because it sits right with them if it doesn't sit right with you that's where the issue is yeah a hundred percent and i think i don't know i don't know whether it's some of its protection method but mm. for me i i wouldn't i would be able to keep up with it no <laughs> i can barely keep up with my real life yeah. myself let <laughs> alone something that's totally different yeah um it's hard but you've seen such you know success already come through i mean how was it? I can't even imagine what it must be like. You know, the first time you had someone like Jack Saunders oh, play yeah. your track, Anything and you're able to radio. hear it. Yeah, like yeah, hear yourself yeah. on the radio and think that other feel, people are listening to it. It doesn't feel real though, because you know that it's coming. Because it's like a, it almost feels like a setup, which is like so disheartening. Because when when you're like outside of the music, you just think, oh my god, like their songs playing on the radio, but you it's not a surprise but when I when it's on there it's like how did this even get on there it's it's still such like a it doesn't feel real because that's like a big radio like a full-on like actual proper radio not like a pirate radio like a full-on real thing and it doesn't yeah. feel like it almost feels like a bit of a joke <laughs> no but I don't I know that's... if that's because I'm like being mean to myself I don't know I don't necessarily <laughs> think it's been mean I think it comes under the the kind of I don't know the identity bit of it again and that kind of having those moments where you not that you don't deserve it but you feel you feel that moment what were we saying earlier you know it's like it's been cheated there how did that yeah that's what it feels like and you second guess yourself yeah um and I I think that's what it feels like no I, I understand what you mean I think I think it's it's especially when it's your dream yeah. I don't think when you think of things as a dream and you don't necessarily think of think achieving things no. I think for me yeah, if no, I that's... have a dream of something it's a dream because I I can't believe that I would yeah get close to that yeah no so definitely. when it happens I I think you end up in these like I always say to people about when we started doing the magazine and I created that and I'm still very much in that pinch me moment. I haven't had an, a moment yet where yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, this has happened and this feels real. It doesn't feel like yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy that, isn't it? It's almost like yeah. because you, you're you waiting for it to like go wrong maybe or like, you're just like, what is happening? No, exactly. It's a, it's so bizarre. And I, d- I don't know if you ever get to the point where you do realise it, but I think you've got also to balance that with yeah. being like, I don't know when when things are. I'm not very good at when is it ever enough. Yeah, kind oh, of thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. When so when I'm is it that, that you're like, I've I've done it. Is it when you're in a yeah. big mansion and you've got like 29 mm-hmm. cars like Kylie Jenner? That's literally like is that is that no when? no it's, it's so on point. Like <laughs> yeah. my 
my mum is always she's she, I'm one of these people that it's I'm constantly on to the next thing and yeah. nothing's ever enough and she's often says to me I mean she said it seriously a couple of years ago and she was like seriously though when is it ever going to be enough like you're going to drive yourself to an early grave and I was yeah. like oh Christ I hadn't I hadn't thought about that well, that's like my, uh, I mean it's not like my dad but he he just works and works and works and works and works and works he's mm-hmm. like I don't ever want to retire and it's like when is it is it like an do we all have like this tiny slight addiction to like more like mm. wanting more all the time or or is it because that's what we see what is success maybe that's like is it when you're 100%. a billionaire or like is that when you're uh like yeah successful <laughs> no no i think i think you're right i think it's it's become also like a almost a societal thing mm. i don't think if it wasn't for you know as you say social media if we go back to that and we wasn't for the kind of capitalist society we go yeah. into without me going fully into that one mm-hmm. i don't know it's not a very it's a very man-made thing it isn't is. it i think it's just to me i think it's just, oh well not even happiness because you're never just happy i think it's just when yeah. you're just like, i don't know really i still don't i don't know whether it's like when you've got family and you're just like able to feed your kids is that what success is i don't know like to me that's like i want to have a family and then we have a lovely life <laughs> yeah i think that's what maybe that's what i'm trying to work towards i don't know no i think that's a really healthy and and i know grounding thing to work towards yeah and just kind like of stripped life. back yeah just i feel like, like i feel like you're getting somewhere with this i yeah. feel like you're already on the right kind of trajectory yeah, I just like, <laughs> with that because i don't see myself like a massive like massive ariana grande pop star i just see myself as like making music have a family happy <laughs> that's where yeah. i see like that's that's what my goals are i think and i think that's I think they're really good goals to have. Yeah. And like just and I, nice, some nice things. <laughs> nice things are always good. Yeah, it's always, nice You things. know, when you can buy something nice, it's always yeah, good like cheap. Yeah, now but, and again, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, you know, it's interesting. I wonder if Ariana Grande sees herself as that. That's what I always it's, wonder. It's like, like, like does she ever, a, yeah. Like, is, is she sitting in her to, bed, like, I've made, yeah, like, she's literally. probably not though as well, which is, which is like kind of comforting. It's like, even if you get to that place, you're not anywhere. You're oh, it's crazy. It's like just life you. is just crazy. It's just it's just life. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, I know exactly. And it, it's just who you are. It's, yeah. it's an interesting one. It is. Yeah. Um. But as I said, you, you know, you're doing so well. I mean, you've you recently. How I mean, how was supporting um Bieber Doobie? I mean, it was crazy because obviously that was before the pandemic as well yeah and that was new like supporting someone i was literally like obviously i know what that is but you don't really know what that is <laughs> like until you do, do it, it it's, yeah yeah so that was really because i know you, you don't think about also her fans being there which is really great to like see um mm. so yeah though, that was amazing and that was like my first um like show really um since i'd signed or ever really um and yeah, she has really good fans. Like her fans love her, which was really nice. I was, I felt it felt good to be able to perform to them because they were yeah. listening, and I felt like it was the right kind of crowd. Um, yeah. So I loved that, and it was really nice to meet her as well because I didn't know much about her before. Because um, I, I don't, I, it's just not wasn't a genre that I really listened to then, but I do. I listen yeah. to her now. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, it was just really nice to meet her as well. She's just like a really sweet girl that was literally like, oh, I can't be bothered to like. She's like just like a normal girl, like also like, yeah. Sometimes doesn't want to do things, um, 
and yeah she was yeah it was really fun oh good yeah. i mean it looked amazing yeah it was it was and really what fun. and what an incredible kind of i mean what you know big act to yeah to support from that for the first one i mean no, that was pretty big achievement there were like itself. people lining up outside for her it was it was really actually really nice to see like she's just and like her being an asian girl as well was just really like great to see it's just like yeah she's smashing it oh no i love that i yeah. think it's brilliant and i mean you know you're, you're back to it now obviously the pandemic we're hoping it continues to kind of fade away mm. <laughs> and things carry on yeah. and and stay in some form of whatever normal we're in now yeah. but thank you so much for talking with me oh, no, thank you um, for having me. i've really enjoyed talking to you it's been really good fun